Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place, for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. Let me tell you how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Callie and I love using Spotify for Podcasters to make our podcast above deck. We love using the polls and Q&A features, which is a great way to interact with our listeners. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Above Deck, a Below Deck Breakdown Podcast. I'm Sarah Goldman, a photographer and former marine biologist living in Charleston, and with me is my college roommate and co-host, Kelly. I'm Kelly Busby, an executive assistant and former radio host living in Columbus. Together, we started the Socks with Sandals radio show on WFAL in Bowling Green, Ohio, and we have come back together to discuss Below Deck and our love of all things Bravo. Each week, we recap an episode of Below Deck, share what wisdom we learned from the captain and crew, and discuss what's new in the Below Deck universe. Today, we'll be discussing Below Deck Sailing Yacht, Season 3, Episode 17, All Roads Lead to Gazy, and Below Deck Down Under, Season 1, Episode 16, Dirty Laundry. Here's your recap for Sailing Yacht. crew wraps up their last charter and has one final night out. There is lots of reminiscing about the season and Daisy promotes Ashley to lead Stu. Gary continues his pursuit of Daisy but is unsuccessful. We say goodbye to everyone except Glenn and Gary who stay on board Parsifal. Kelly, what do you think of the finale? I thought, first of all, I was really sad that it was mm-hmm. the last episode. But I got emotional. Yeah. Sure. It was fun to watch it. You know, the couple from the wedding, because that's where we start. We left off with uh, the wedding happening and then mm-hmm. everybody coming back together. They looked great. They were so appreciative. I think they really enjoyed their day. Um, the tablescape looked wonderful. But I will say this. Um, Ashley was running a little behind. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think they they expected way too, like just too much out of her in a short amount of time. I just thought it was not feasible. But... She's looking for champagne glasses. I can't find any. So she tells Scarlett to go down into the main cabin and get all those champagne glasses she can find. And then tells her to just rinse them out. Ew. Yes. She didn't even clean them. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I hope that is not true. That's gross. (laughs) But, you know, they're being served back to them. So. Right. Right. That's fine. Wow. Okay. Um, I really liked that quote by Colin where he says, Gary has got his eye on the prize and that prize is Daisy. Oh my gosh. Those two. Colin really wants to be like the best man or the flower boy at their wedding. Like <laughs> the flower boy. <laughs> That's what I, if I ever do it again, I'll have flower people like grown ups. Oh yeah. Love it. Yeah. I, 
can I be one? Yeah. <laughs> so the next day, the guests depart and they leave the crew with that giant bottle of champagne. Which apparently is like tradition for them. Yeah, it was kind of cute. I liked it. This was fun. Yeah, it gave us a good moment later. And then the total tip amount for the season? $160,000. Yes. That's a I mean, lot of money. That is a ton of money. Ugh. That's a house in a lot of places. Yeah. <laughs> so during the tip meeting, Daisy promotes Ashley to lead Stu, and she is so happy. I was surprised how emotional she got, like, in that moment and in her confessional. I did, was... too. And it just it showed that she was that's really what her goal was to just get promoted. Yeah, she stopped focusing on Gary and she started focusing on her job. And I do think that she did a good job this season. So what was the point of Marco saging the galley? Was that for the next chef coming in? I think so. I think he was trying to just clear everything out and just start it fresh for the new chef and take any bad energy that may have happened in there, which I don't know. It seemed... To me, like, that was just the most positive kitchen I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, yeah, ever. Definitely on one of these shows. I'm used to seeing saging on The Real Housewives. I don't think we've ever seen it on Below Deck. So No, I don't think cool. so. I think they kind of, you know, shy away from open flames on boats. But, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the crew goes out to dinner and Glenn joins them. And they all decide to do tequila shots. <laughs> What does Glenn say? So they're asking Glenn, do you know how to do this? Like how we're going to, he goes, I can do shots. I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> but I also really like that they went around the table and they talked about their highs of the season and Collins was the giggle club. And I could not agree more because I love the giggle club. And I love the fact that he called it the giggle club and it wasn't a bunch of girls. Yes. I love it. It's a perfect yeah. name for the three of them. And then Kelsey's uh, high was winning the Siemens Cup. <laughs> She's like, hello. Why isn't this everyone's high? <laughs> Love it. And then on that van ride back in the boys van plus Scarlet, oh they start throwing water on each other. And then they're spitting water. Why does Gary always take it to spitting? <laughs> and I was just thinking that poor driver. I was I like, if that's that. Uber, that's going to be like a $200 fine. Right. <laughs> So back on the boat, they open that giant bottle of champagne and the champagne cork seems to break the camera lens. That couldn't have been more improvised or just, you know, so authentic than if they had planned it. It was hilarious how their reactions, they made like, <laughs> oh, and then they both looked at each other. Yeah, and, and then, then start back laughing. The <laughs> it was great. It was yeah, great. their faces calling Gary's so funny. And then... <laughs> I mean, say what you will about Ashley, but she's given us some of the best scenes from the season. <laughs> First with the spaghetti and then drunkenly making the grilled cheese sandwich. Like, I that mean, was beyond oh. hot mess express. I don't even know. So funny. It was hilarious. She's just like hacking at these bricks of cheese and like throwing yeah. whole loaves of bread on the. And she's just talking about how everybody wants a grilled cheese. They're all going to want a grilled cheese. And so she's like, I got to make a bunch of grilled cheese. <laughs> Did anybody else eat one? I don't think so. And that made me sad because I think, I think Scarlett came in and was like, holy cow, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was imagining the spaghetti incident in the shower uh, uh. for sure. 
no more. I really liked how like she obviously ran out of bread and then she threw like a baguette on top of one of them. <laughs> and one of them she didn't even put a top on it and she just mashed the cheese like down into the grill of the whatever that panini press is or whatever. <laughs> oh, so funny. So late night, they finally all go to bed at like 4.30. Barnaby steps on Captain Glenn while he's trying to climb up into his bunk. Glenn's now, like, what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> who, who is that? Who is else? That a, is that a Johnson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you surprised to hear that Barnaby is only 23? I didn't even catch that. Um, that does surprise me. He seems yeah. a little older than that. Yeah. And But you just know what I love mature. about Barnaby is that he just had such a schoolboy crush on Daisy. I know. It's cute. He just wanted love from her and attention. Daisy was focused on working. I just thought it was cute. Yeah, although they did make out in the van that one time. That is true. That is a true point. Yeah. So the crew mess the next day is a disaster from the grilled cheese escapades. Yeah, let's hear your nickname for the bromance. Okay. So for the Gary Marcos Colin bromance, I have Garmarlin. (laughs) Good. Or Cole Crossery. I'm going to have to go with Garmarlin. The other one sounds like colonoscopy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Garmarlin. That's what we're going to call Garmarlin. I better put a trademark on that soon. Yeah. You better lock that down. Right. So the crew starts departing one by one. This is always so sad. I hate this part. Because you you know, that same group is never going to be back together again. I mean, probably not. 99% chance they're not. Ah, So Gary and Glenn, they get back to work. Glenn says they need to disinfect that hot tub. (laughs) He said he saw something moving in there and it had tentacles. (laughs) Great, great finale and looking forward to the reunion. This episode is sponsored by Conquering, a global jewelry brand on a mission to help people feel empowered. Their interchangeable fidget jewelry helps you stay calm, focused, and inspired. Their fidget rings are comprised of two parts, a U-shaped base and a coin-shaped spinner that clicks into the base to form a ring. Each spinner has a hidden message or symbol that is revealed when you take it off and spin it to give you a bit of encouragement whenever you need it. Kelly, my spinner says, be bold, and it reminds me to do all the things that make me happy every day. I also have the Amazonite spinner from the Crystal Collection, and many believe this gemstone has healing energy and helps with anxiety. I love it because it's green. Kelly, what spinners do you have? I have the Be Brave spinner, and that reminds me to just go for it. And I also got a Smoky Quartz spinner, too. And they're both awesome. They're fun, and I love showing people the hidden message. They're easy to swap out, and they're wonderful to spin to help ease my anxiety as well. For 15% off your order of $25 or more, go to myconquering.com and use code above deck. That's my C-O-N-Q-U-E-R-I-N-G.com code above deck. We are supported by SailorMade. SailorMade makes handcrafted nautical accessories that will remind you of your best summer memories. 
Sarah, I love their UVA awareness bracelets that go from clear to color to help you remember to reapply your sunscreen. My daughter wears hers in a stack with a bunch of other bracelets, and her friends are always asking about the purple bead, and she lets them know it's a sunscreen day. I also bought some for my eight and five-year-old nephews, so when their mom says they need to put on their sunscreen, there is no denying that they need it. Nice. My favorite lately is the tandem leather bracelet that features polished stainless Brummel hooks. And I love stacking multiple bracelets together as well to create a unique look. And my mom has the Brummel links chain bracelet and I may have to steal or borrow it. (laughs) For 15% off your order, go to sailormadeusa.com and use code above deck. That's S-A-I-L-O-R-M-A-D-E usa.com code above deck we're back here's your recap for down under Bertini tells Culver how she feels and later finds out he kissed charter guest Jordy new guests arrive to celebrate pride and drink all the cocktails Two guests sneak up to the wheelhouse and are escorted out by Captain Dreamboat. Brunch on the beach is cut short as the crew tries to beat an outgoing tide. Sarah, thoughts? I did like this episode, but there were definitely some cringy moments. So many. So we start out the episode with Toomey and Bertini in the bathroom discussing that Bertini is going to tell Culver how she feels about him. In that same moment, Culver is kissing Jordy, and it turns out that Bertini does not see them. Which is amazing, because it can't be that big of a place. That was a near miss. Yeah. And so Bertini goes up to Culver. She tells him she would be open to exploring a relationship with him, and he kind of leaves her hanging. He says, you know, he's really drunk, and he's not even thinking about that right now. And he even said, after she said, I really like you. He goes, you don't like me. And that Uh, to me was red flag number one. (laughs) Yeah. And he said something like maybe if they're one-on-one. So I think he just didn't want to discuss that on a TV show. I hope that's the reason. I hope so. But I I hope they can have a good moment on the van trip and like discuss it. Yeah. And decide, are they going to just be friends or whatever? Um, so Aisha is so ready to go home. I really felt her on this episode. She's like, I need to get to bed. I know. (laughs) I know. I felt her and I was, I would have been upset too. I would have just left. Yeah. It seems like some of these van rides are like really far though. Doesn't it? It does. Yeah. So it's like, maybe that's not really an option. That would stress me out to like be trapped somewhere. (laughs) Yes. Until everybody's done drinking. (laughs) So in the crew mess, they put out all the snacks they're picking out ramen noodles like the yachties always do and kind of like we did in college probably. <laughs> <laughs> and so i really loved when culver is eating something at the table and bertini whispers let it happen <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of makes a weird face because you know he heard her but he wants to pretend like what it's just it's so bizarre and you know why do they always try to have important conversations when they're drunk Ugh, always is it because your guard is down and like liquid know, courage the, truth, the liquid courage and they say the truth always comes out when you're drinking like i don't know yeah but uh yeah it's not fun and it's always painful the next time the next day 
Yeah. So the next day, Benny tells Bertini that Culver and Jordy kissed. I couldn't tell if this just slipped out or he was kind of stirring the pot. And poor Bertini, she's like, that's hilarious. Oh, I felt that for her. Processing it. So the guests arrive. It's Charity and Peta King and friends. Do you remember that turtle I had named Peter, but I said Peta with like an accent? Yes, I do. <laughs> and how he, yes, because we would say, would you like to touch our Peta? <laughs> hey, I feel like he was always escaping because I didn't have a proper aquarium for him in our dorm room. This was very illegal. Like we weren't supposed to have pets in the dorm. And I, I think there was something about his size, too, that we weren't supposed to have him. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Why? Did, where did we even get that? I have no idea. It must have been from, like, the mall or something. It's probably. Oh, my God. That sounds lot. like that would not happen today. <laughs> like, you cannot get turtles at the mall, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe up north. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Charity and Pita. And friends arrive, and we have Josh from Yorkshire. And didn't he sound like Robin Leach from Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? I loved his accent. It was very thick, but I really liked it. It was. I did too. Yeah, it sounded even better as they went on with drinking all the drinks, all the drinks. And I started following him him on Instagram, and they have the cutest like dachshund one of those long-haired cream colored ones that look like baby golden retrievers yeah so cute so yeah they're really into the drinks some of the girls are flirting with jamie at one point the guys are going down the slide with the girls and of course you have to think of that moment with bertini talking to the guys at the buck party right jamie being upset complete double standard and you know the difference is she was just having conversations with them. She wasn't offering to ride down a slide with them, you know, it just, right. It just seemed, yeah, complete double standard and uh, extremely rude. Totally. And then Jamie irons a shirt for Benny and Benny is overwhelmed by this kind gesture. I thought it was sweet. It was sweet. And he says, I kind of like Jamie, like he's confused (laughs) about it. He says, three charters ago, he wanted to throw me overboard, and now he's ironing my t-shirt. Where'd this guy come from? (laughs) I like that they're kind of ending on a good note, the two of them. Yeah, me too. I like it. So So the espresso martinis came back, Sarah. Oh, geez. That was stressful. Sloshing all over the place. (laughs) And I'm standing firm that martini glasses should not be on boats, and maybe they shouldn't be anywhere because they just don't. (laughs) They don't hold liquid very well. Well, and, you know, some of them you get that are too big, and then you're, like, dripping, like, cosmopolitan down your face. You know, just, you look sloppy. So you've heard. So I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, being a former bartender, I could say that I've probably seen that happen a time or two. Yeah. So some (laughs) of the guests go to the galley. I hate when the guests go to the galley. I don't, I don't, like, stay out of his space, you know? Yeah. And it was awkward because he was like, what are you doing here? People. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I need to concentrate. And so they're very drunk and they're kissing his hands. (laughs) Really strange. So Aisha asked the deckhands and Captain Dreamboat to serve a course of dinner and be eye candy. And Jason says, it's for the tip, guys. (laughs) Good sports. Yep. I love it. So the cabins were trashed. Taylor finds them trashed. So bad. 
but she got him cleaned up i was impressed like she's good she hustled it was awesome okay this moment where two of the girls wander up to the bridge oh my gosh they pick up the phone and they say iceberg straight ahead (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty funny (laughs) (laughs) and then they honk the horn and so jason comes running up the stairs and that was awkward he's like okay uh thanks for visiting ladies and he kind of like ushers them out and he did i thought he handled that very well but holy cow like the the level of just freedom that they had on the ship you know yeah like they with, were so giggly oh my gosh that and was funny one of the favorite things that they said when they were in visiting nate in the galley they said i want to organize your spices <laughs> and i'm like it's a girl after my heart like <laughs> same girl like foreplay <laughs> it's a code <laughs> Yes. So the guests have brunch on the beach and the tide is going out and they have to scramble to get everybody off the beach and pack up and kind of that's where the episode ends. Yes. that was. And there's only um, one more episode. Oh, you know, what's going to happen, Sarah? What is it? What is going to happen? Well, in reality, you and I have already watched I the know. finale. We'll, but we'll share later. We'll <laughs> talk later. Next week. We are supported by Stream to See. Stream to See is a personal care company committed to making a difference. There are a lot of sunscreen companies claiming to be reef safe, but Stream to See is the only mineral-based sunscreen on the planet that has been tested and proven safe for fresh and saltwater fishes and coral larvae. All of their products are biodegradable and available in either recyclable sugar cane resin packaging or recycled plastic. I love their sports sunscreen. It's non-greasy and it won't burn your eyes. Kelly, I was introduced to Stream to See on dive boats in the Florida Keys, and I can tell you that their products work and you can feel good about using them. In addition to their sunscreen, I also use their shampoo and leave-in conditioner, and the conditioner is perfect for detangling after you get out of the salt water. For 10% off of your order, go to stream2c.com. Use code above deck. That's stream, the number two, c.com, code above deck. It's time for Hot Tub Convo, where we discuss what's happening on social media with our favorite below deck cast members. Chef Nate sent us a message, Sarah. Chef oh, Nate. yay. Yes. Cool. And he said, hey, just listen to the podcast. Awesome show. Thanks for the support. Oh, swoon. Yeah, he's cute. I like he him. <laughs> I, I think we'll be seeing him again. I hope so. I feel like yeah. he was just getting started. At Cars writes, can we please talk about how Dr. Kim Nichols, a.k.a. Dr. Nipples, (laughs) practice in New York City is permanently closed after her appearance on Below Deck? I'm dying for someone to research this. Well, thank you for bringing this to our attention. So I did some digging and it looks like she has kind of like boutique offices in Connecticut in a couple different locations. And I did sign up for her email list on her website. (laughs) And I just want to say, I'm willing to clog up my inbox for research. Yeah. 
for yeah. you, the above deck listeners, this is the hard hitting journalism you've come to expect from us. And <laughs> I'll, I'll report back. <laughs> Matt writes, I'm going to miss the show and chatting with you. I look forward to Monday night. Now we'll have to wait till below deck and med come on. Hopefully they return soon. Thanks for sharing all of your info with us. Oh, Matt, Aww. you're welcome. We're going to miss you too. Yeah, but we're also not going anywhere because we're going to do some special episodes and then med starts in like, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks. So well, there we um, go. At some point we might take a week off, but um, yeah, we're not going anywhere. Thank you, <laughs> Bravo and Peacock for just churning out these below decks <laughs> for us bottom feeders. <laughs> So it does look like there will be a two-part reunion for Sailing Yacht. They haven't really announced it, really, but people are showing it, like, on their DVR already that, like, part one. So there's definitely at least two parts. So it starts um, June 27th. With- awesome. It's time for our segment, Join Me in the Wheelhouse, where we decide who needs to see the captain for a stern talking to. Sarah, who would you vote for? I think I'd have to vote for the two charter guests, Kristen and Jessica, I think. Mm-hmm. They were messing around on the bridge, honked the horn. It, uh, I guess. I mean, I'm grateful they did it because it was hilarious to watch. But Right. I couldn't really think who else to give it to this time. No, I think everybody was pretty good for the most part. Just the guests. So everybody, as a reminder, if you give us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, send us a screenshot of your review. And we'll mail you an above deck sticker. And thank you for supporting the podcast. That's it for this week's episode of Above Deck. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And please tell a friend. And rate and review us five stars only. Please follow us on Instagram at Above Deck Pod. You can email or leave us a voice memo at abovedeckpod at gmail.com. Until next week, I'm Kelly Busby. And I'm Sarah Goldman. Thanks for joining us. Their fidget rings are comprised of two parts, a U-shaped base and a corn-shaped corn. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning. Okay. 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 A U-shaped base and a corn. Good God, <laughs> Coin, coin. Oh. You Ohio girl. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about the corn. I can't. <laughs>